I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything! Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. I just checked. I continue to be John. This continues to be John helps you write better. So let's continue to go write better. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Why not? Yesterday, in the middle of talking about scene construction and scene organization, I mentioned passive versus active scenes. And today, I want to detail that. I want to talk about what makes a scene active versus what makes a scene passive and when you would use each of them. But of course, writing is writing, and English in particular is a monster, so we need to clarify a few things. First, they are not necessarily polar opposites, and you will not have necessarily a scene that is only one and none of the other. Active and passive are two dynamic tools in the same way that show versus tell isn't really a thing, and show and tell are two different dynamic tools that help us accomplish the same goal. Active and passive are the same idea, the same kind of idea, I should say. They're not the same thing. But active and passive refers to two things. The level of activity a character displays in a scene. And two, the level of choice and decision-making and agency the character demonstrates through a scene, which is also part of the overall idea of scene momentum, how much the scene contributes to moving things forward because of what the character does or what the character thinks or how the character feels and therefore what decisions they make. An active scene has somebody doing something because of something they've thought, they felt, they heard, they're reacting to, or they've decided. An active scene doesn't necessarily mean, I'm going to go punch the monster in the face. It can. That is a very active scene. But you can have an active scene where people are just talking through their feelings, where a lot of ground gets covered, even when the total number of actions people are taking is, you know, I'm sitting there and you're sitting over there, and neither of us are moving in space, but we are covering a lot of emotional or psychological ground. That's still an active scene just as active as the scene where the guy is running a marathon or the lady is eluding capture or something. Active can take on lots of different meanings. A passive scene is a scene that doesn't feature that action. It has people doing stuff. A passive scene is, you know, I'm just bagging groceries or I'm watering the plants. Stuff's happening. But in terms of whether or not it's predicated on a substantial reason, yes, I did have a decision to go water the plants. So maybe it's active if watering the plants is a very material, big deal thing to my story. But if I'm just killing time while I'm waiting for other stuff to happen, it's not a very active decision. It's just sort of a filling decision. I'm just kind of eating up time while I wait. Active versus passive don't think about it in terms of like one is automatically better than the other because there's time for each. You want an active scene when you want to move things forward. You want an active scene when you want to demonstrate character agency, when you want a character to uh, come across to the reader a certain way and you want the reader clear on what the character is doing and why. 
Active scenes are delightful. Active scenes come in every single scene flavor. Investigation, emotional, dialogue, discovery, action beat, whatever. Action, active scenes are fantastic. Passive scenes, though, do have their place. They allow the scene momentum to slow. They allow things to plateau. They allow things to be sustained. They don't necessarily have, you know, a lack of inertia. You can still do things in a passive scene. Hiding from the killer in the closet as they stalk around the house is a passive scene. The character is not really demonstrating any agency. Their effort is all focused on a lack of action, and we are maintaining the tension of, oh my God, is the killer going to get them? But not a lot happens. We we could not have that scene and still move the story forward because ultimately the the person hiding and the killer have to square off in a fight in order to climax our story and move things along. Passive scenes have their utility. Don't dismiss them. Don't immediately look at them and go, well, there's nothing really happening. Hell with it. Not, not a thing. Not a thing at all. The problem comes in, and this is where things get wrinkly for a lot of writers, when they put the wrong one in a spot. So we have a construction where we're telling a particular story of uh, three friends who have to go defend uh, three musketeer friends who have to go defend the the prince or something, right? All active scenes would be things like the sword fights and the horse chase to get back to the castle in time before the assassin strikes. All very active scenes. But we could easily make one of those scenes passive by parking everyone in a carriage and having a tense conversation where we know what's going on. They're not really talking about we have to run back to the castle and save them before the assassin strikes. They're just tense they're nervous they're eyeing each other they're worried that the wounds they faced over in that previous battle scene will will carry they don't know if they can win the day they don't know what's waiting for them at the castle they don't know if cart the cardinal's men are lying in wait or if the whole thing is a trap so we just have this moment where we're holding our breath it's a passive scene but we need it it's critical because from that tension we charge forward into another action beat. And if we just went from high-speed chase to high-speed castle infiltration, we don't really get a chance to appreciate either of them because there's no rest period. There's no moment to catch our breath. There's no moment to let that tension plateau. In a lot of early drafts, you'll see far more active scenes than passive scenes because active scenes are very straightforward to nail down. This happens. That happens. Characters make this discovery. Characters make that discovery. This thing goes off. This thing explodes. Then somebody has lunch. Big, active, declarative scenes that act as pillars upon which to prop up our story. Super fantastic. The space between those pillars, though, kind of kind of gets, you know, kicked off to the side. Oh, well, you know, it's a little bit of a lull. They'll say something. Or, oh, the story slows down. And it's fine that the story slows down, but don't blame the story slowdown on the fact that, oh, well, I don't know what to put here. The value of a passive scene is to maintain what you've built. The value of a passive scene is to give the reader a chance to reset and contextualize what's come before. Think of it as a moment when you're writing and all of a sudden you pause your typing to save your file. We've Okay, we've made huge progress. We've written all these pages. We've done all these things. I'm going to stop. I'm going to save here just in case. You caught your you took a moment. You rested. You paused things. And then you can resume. There's a, a very simple example of 
passive versus active. The typing and the writing you're doing, accomplishing your draft, very active. You're, you're firing on all cylinders. But that moment where you're like, oh, shit, I got to save my work. It's still an action. But compared to the action you're doing over there with all the writing, pretty passive. There's utility in a passive scene. There's value in a passive scene. There's value in an active scene. And being able not to alternate them, you don't want to active-passive, active-passive, active-passive. We don't want to yo-yo and bounce the reader around like that. But there's value in knowing when to push active scenes and when to push passive scenes. Passive scenes can be potentially moodier more atmospheric, again, because you're not really moving things forward in a very aggressive, assertive way. You're not maintaining or creating new decisions. You are plateauing and sustaining what you've already got. There's a value in active and passive decisions. So here's my challenge to you today. Go through your draft, the whole draft if you want, or just part of the draft, but it'd be great if you could do the whole draft. Identify your scenes. Are they active? Are they passive? If you're not sure, why aren't you sure? If you can't clearly define them as a scene where the story m makes a great stride forward on some ground versus a scene that sustains and kind of contextualizes, smooths over, and pauses for a moment, if you can't identify scenes along those lines, what's that scene doing there? Go identify your scenes, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>